Last week we started talking about your assignment. Uh, it was titled, Are You Willing to Go? And this week we are talking uh, more, um, more in depth and we're talking about walking in your assignment. So this is something I've been uh, really meditating on the last couple of days of walking in your assignment, uh, finding your assignment. And we talked last week, are you willing to go? Are you willing to do what it takes to step into that assignment? And today we're going to be talking more about what that assignment could look like. And I'm excited. I have a couple uh, notes. It won't be too long today. Um, but I do have some things that I wanted the Lord put on my heart. Also, I am reading from uh, the great, uh, well, first of all, the Bible, which is uh, the core of the um, lessons that we're going to be going over today. But uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch, some great books, um, The Uncommon Woman, 31 Qualities of Every Successful Woman by uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch, and also 31 Secrets of an Unforgettable Woman, uh, Master Secrets from the life of Ruth. So I'm going to be talking a little bit from these books because this is what I've been studying in my own personal time and it really uh, ministers to me. So if you're interested, um, I might make these a gift. Um, I might do a little giveaway because these books are really great. So uh, that's where if you're wondering, if you uh, need to refer back to where I'm getting um, what I'm reading from this and also the Bible. So, uh, welcome everybody. Hello, uh, Miss Diane, uh, George, I, I don't know how you say that. Um, cause I'm sure it's, it's, you say that with an accent, uh, judging by the rest of your name, but, uh, hello, Costa Rica. Yes. Costa Rica. <laughs> um, welcome everybody. Take a minute. If you haven't already share the broadcast comment where you're watching from. We have Costa Rica in the house. I believe we have Arkansas in the house, I believe. And then um, everybody else who's on. Thanks for joining. So we're talking about walking in your assignment. So once you find out what your assignment is and you start walking into it. Hello, good morning, Jeanette. Uh, you start walking in your assignment um, once you find out what that is. Your assignment lines up with, uh, maybe you know, but your assignment lines up with what you're passionate about. So the Lord can um, create in you something to be passionate about. He can give you a desire, and that is going to line up uh, with your assignment. Now, we talked last week a little bit about how um, you know, the Lord's not going to give you a passion to do something and then never let you fulfill it. And the same can be said that sometimes the Lord will have you do something you don't want to do. We talked about that last week as well. Though sometimes, you know, your assignment requires you to do things that you do not necessarily want to do, but it's all for his glory. <laughs> Amen. Because I was reading um, in the book of Jonah here, because this is, uh, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to get into some other scriptures as well. But um, a lot of times people think like, oh, well, I don't want to do it or I don't, uh, 
basically, yeah, basically, I just don't want to do, I don't want to do that. So the Lord has not called me to do that. And that is an excuse that many people fall into the lines of, and it's detrimental because um, just because you don't want to do it doesn't mean that you are not called to do it or you are not required to do it. Uh, Yes, Virginia is in the house. Great to see everybody. Thanks for hopping on. So if the Lord gives you something and you feel like, I don't want to do that, I don't feel called to that. For for instance, it could be something um, your flesh doesn't want to do. Uh, a, a, a lot of times, soul winning, uh, going out, preaching the gospel, whatever the case is, like those are things that sometimes people don't want to do. Um, sometimes you don't want to interrupt your pattern of your day, interrupt, interrupt your uh, comfort zone, interrupt your whatever the case is um, to go do it. Now, it's not that you don't want to see people saved, but sometimes your flesh just doesn't want to go over to this person and talk to them. Or sometimes you don't want to be um, put into the situation where you're uncomfortable, which could be speaking in front of people. That could be um, all of these things. But that doesn't mean that you're not called to do that and that you can't just walk into the grace to fulfill that assignment. So I was reading in Jonah, you know, the Lord gave this message to Jonah, get up and go to the city of Nineveh, announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went to the opposite direction and to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. Tarshish, yeah, say that three times fast. He bought a ticket and went on board, um, hoping to escape the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. So here the Lord's telling Jonah to go to this place. Um, it's a wicked place. It's like, you know, being thrown into the middle of wickedness and there's killers and there's, uh, you know, darkness, whatever. And Jonah said, you know what? I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go and go the complete opposite of of that place. You know, I would compare it to like the Lord's tell, I mean, the city, I don't, I think it said it was 120,000 people, but it took three days to walk around that city to announce God's judgment. It would take three days. I would compare that to maybe like the size of, you know, New York or Los Angeles. I'm not, I mean, I know those have millions of people, but it took three days to walk around that city. So imagine God tells you to go to this city and and announce God's judgment on that city. Say, you know, God's, God's seen what y'all have been doing. And you say, you know what? Wyoming is a nice place. I think I'm going to go <laughs> to the mountains of Montana <laughs> where it is secluded, where there's, there's just nature, there's no people. I don't have to be bothered by this wickedness. I don't, hello, Miss Tanya, thanks for hopping on. Um, you know, he could be saying all these things to himself. So he just got up and just directly went in the opposite. It's like the Lord said, I need you to wear a red shirt today. And you said, you know what? Yellow is my color. I'm going to just wake up and, and do what I want to do. So you see, the Lord had given Jonah an assignment to fulfill. And Jonah, didn't he, he went the complete opposite direction. 
He said, I don't want to do that. So, which proves that the Lord can call you to do something that you do not necessarily want to do, to go somewhere you do not necessarily want to go, to to um, a certain people that you do not necessarily want to reach, whatever the case is. Um, because, you know, we your assignment, let me see where I put it in here. Because this was really good, what um, Dr. Mike Murdoch had to say about this. He said, give me a minute, give me a second. Let me look this up because I know it's in here. This is one of my, one of the things I don't like about um, being put on the spot here is because there's just that silence and it's like, it's quiet in this room and I don't know, is it quiet in y'all's house? Like, <laughs> is it quiet in your car when I'm looking this up? But this is really good. So like, bear with me for a second. Um, your assignment is always to a specific person or to a group of people. Moses' assignment was to the Israelites. Aaron's assignment was to Moses. Your assignment is always to enable someone to succeed in some area of their life. And we're going to talk about this um, either later today or, or next week. Ruth knew her assignment was specifically to Naomi. So we're going to talk about that as well. But your assignment is to either a people, a person, or a group of people. You see, where Moses was, his assignment was the Israelites, but Aaron's assignment was to Moses. So the Lord can call you. See, Jonah, his assignment was to go to Nineveh. That was his assignment. And, you know, so your assignment will line up to either a, a person or a group of people, a specific people. And, you know, it's also, you know, Jesus had an assignment to a group of people, to the unsaved. His assignment was to come for all of those who are burdened down by sin and to give them life, to give them freedom, to give them hope, to give them healing, to give them. You see, Jesus was, his assignment was to a group of people. You know, my assignment is to a group of people. You know, first, first and foremost, my assignment is to my husband, uh, so a person. Um, my assignment is to him to to make sure that he's um, where he where he wants to be, where he needs to be. Make sure he's taken care of. Make sure this you know th this ministry. Um, after I got married, this ministry became my assignment to this group of people to reaching the lost. You know, when I was and your assignment, your assignment changes because. You know, the Lord can call you to a place, to a person, to a group of people, and it can change because of, of season changes. You know, you could walk in an assignment for a season and then get called to another assignment in the next season. You know, when I was single, my assignment was to reach the lost, <laughs> win souls. <laughs> you know, when I was in school, like that was all I did. That was all I cared about was 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 reaching loss and then, you know, lifting up the hands of my pastors. And then I got married, my assignment changed. It now requires me to reach the lost, 
uh, lift up the hands of my pastors and uh, lift up the hands of my husband. You know, one day, and I was even talking uh, this morning when my husband and I were having coffee, like your assignment one day, my assignment will be to my husband, to this ministry and to our children. You know, when I step into that season of being a mother, you know, that assignment is changing and you're always being assigned. So that becomes your assignment of, of taking care of your house, of raising your kids. You know, us as women, we have many different assignments. You know, we have the home. That's an assignment from God. Uh, you know, lifting up the hands of your husband, honoring him, respecting him, uh, you know, all of those things, creating a peaceful atmosphere in your home. That's an assignment in and of itself. Okay, that that's that right there. Keeping peace in your home is an assignment from the Lord that he gives that he gives grace for. Amen. But I, I walk around my house and I am conscious of of making that house a peaceful place for when we come home. You know what? It's us. It's peaceful. Uh, I'm, you know, keeping we, we even made we even after we, you know, moved into this house that we just got. We said, we're not going to bring strife into this new home. And I will, I will, I'm not even kidding. It may take, you know, if we have a car ride home where we have a disagreement of something and we get into a, a heatment of, of fellowship, amen? Uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. We get as far as the front porch and we will stand out there on that front porch until it's resolved before we walk into our house. Why? Because we want to take it that serious, you know? And I'm not talking like screaming and yelling, but I'm just talking about like, we don't even want to bring a disagreement into our home that much so where, you know, it would disrupt the peace. We don't even want to allow that loophole for the enemy to try to come in. Cause then what could happen? You know, it could be one of those things where um, the enemy can come in and try to, you know, get someone to sleep on the couch, get someone to, to throw something, get someone to, to cause chaos, you know what I mean? And we don't even want to let that door open. So see, these are all things that we are um, assigned to. And though they seem small or mediocre or mundane or whatever, it's, it's still something from God. And so it could, you know, you could be assigned to a specific uh, place um, a specific country, uh, you can be assigned to a specific culture of people. You could be assigned to, you know, like there's so many people, I mean, who go over overseas who are assigned to these people, to, uh, to those people, to I'm assigned to this nation, to this culture, whatever the case is. And, you know, it's, it's still an assignment from God. And so sometimes, and the Lord's given me assignments before that I said, you know what, Lord, let this cup pass from me. <laughs> and what, but what was, I, I, so much came out of that. So much came out from, from laying down your life to do what you don't necessarily want to do. And, and you go on to read in Jonah. I mean, go, I, even just today, it's only four chapters. I mean, I just read it like in 20 minutes right before this broadcast, just to refresh my memory on it. And you can go and, and read it. And it talks about how because Jonah went, you know, you know the story. If y'all watch Veggie Tales, y'all know the story. 
um, Jonah went and, you know, got swallowed up by, by a fish, spit up on shore. The Lord gave him a second chance and said, go to Nineveh. He went to Nineveh. He did what the Lord told him to do, told everybody um, that God's judgment is coming and people were saved. And it was so interesting because at the end of this, it says, you know, God even is, is giving a lesson to, to Jonah as he's waiting for these people to all burn up and die. And the Lord said, well, he said, um, you know, cause he, I'm just going to read, I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it. Jonah chapter four, starting, we'll just read Jonah. We'll just start in verse one. It says, um, because or a little bit back up, uh, Jonah three, verse 10, it says, when God saw what they had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways. So Jonah went around, told everybody, they said, you know what? We need to stop living like this. We need to stop uh, sinning. We need to get right with the Lord because his judgment's going to come. And when God saw that they had done this and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, he changed his mind and did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. This change of plans greatly upset Jonah and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you will do this, Lord? That is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. And the Lord replied, is it right for you to be angry about this? So see, Jonah said, I came all this way. I spent three days in the belly of a fish. I disobeyed you. I got back on track. I came here. I told these people that you were coming to kill them and destroy them and, and let them have it. And you changed your mind and said, no, I love that person so much. And so we can read that and see, we can think like, okay, he's being a little dramatic here. Like, of course, God is so God is so loving. God want, wants for no man to perish. God wants for no man to be destroyed in his sin. God wants all to come to know him. So of course, like I would expect nothing less, but let's put it this in a less, uh, in, a, in a smaller, let's break this down. Um, think of that person that's in your life that you do not necessarily want to, to spend time around that you don't necessarily like. Maybe as someone who, you know, I'm not going to go as far to say as an enemy, but maybe just someone that just irritates you enough. And you wouldn't, you would be all right. You would really be all right if you just, you know, had to block delete, you know, maybe they did you wrong. Maybe they lied about you. Maybe they stole from you. Maybe they started family drama with you. Maybe they, you know, they just, they just have it out for you. And the Lord uses you to go and deliver them from that evil. <laughs> you know, the Lord uses you to go and tell them, look, you need to get saved. <laughs> and they've done you wrong. They've done you. I mean, they've, they've hurt you. They've stabbed you in the back. They've, They've lied on you. They've created whatever the case is. And you're just, you're just waiting because, you know, the Lord says that he's going to, he's going to, he, he said, don't worry, I'm going to take care of them. But then they repent. And the Lord says, I love you. I forgive you. 
I'm not going to destroy you. I'm not going to destroy your house. I'm not going to destroy your finances. I'm not going to do all that. And you say, Lord, <laughs> what? <laughs> like it, it's, you can, you can, I'm not saying Jonah was right in any sense. So please don't, don't twist my words, but you just like the, the people that you were called to, to warn them, look, you need to get your life right. And then they get their life right. And God says, no, I'm not going to destroy y'all. And you, and you know, Jonah was just trying to complain here. He was trying to say, but Lord, I did all this. And what, you know, what I would have done is I would have been rejoicing because so that means that that many people got saved through my obedience. You know, I would have rejoiced in the Lord because Yes, you know what? I was wrong for running away. I was wrong for walking in the opposite direction God called me. I was wrong for, you know, not doing what God called me to do. But look at the the great that came from it. You know, they all repented and the Lord said, I'm not going to destroy you for it. Man, I would have had that on like a plaque in my office <laughs> that this ministry <laughs> saved a whole a whole kingdom here from from being destroyed by the grace of God that God enabled us to. Let's see, Jonah had different feelings. So, so the Lord went on, it, it goes on in chapter four to God taught him a lesson, a little mini lesson here. And it, it says, then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. And it came quickly and died quickly. If you go back and read, you can, you can find out what that means. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Couldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? So the Lord's teaching Jonah, look, like you felt sorry for the shade I, I gave you and, and took away, but you, you don't even have the compassion for the people. And, you know, Jonah was walking in his assignment and he was doing something that he didn't want to do. And then he got angry because after he did it, the Lord, the, the Lord didn't destroy the people and he got angry for it. And I wanted to, I wanted to read that because, um, it ties in. So when you're assigned, see Moses, his assignment was to the Israelites and look at what happened there. You know, Moses, you know, had to go through so much. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, maybe this month. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what the Lord, where the Lord leads. But, you know, Moses had to go through so much. And then Aaron's assignment was to Moses. So God called someone. So you see, there's a pattern, you know, when God, God wanted a love relationship. So he created Adam. Adam was lonely. So God created Eve. Eve, so you see like all of these things line up. It's like a pattern of, of assignment. So as you walk into your assignment, God calls someone to be assigned to you, to be assigned to, to your group. And, and a lot of times you see like, like the pastor is called to his assignment is to minister to the sheep, to the people of the house. So if you're in the church that your pastor's assignment is to you and, and, and that body in that church. You know, if you're in business, God calls people and assigns people to lift you up in, in business. If you're, um, you know, I mean, take the Proverbs 31 woman, you know, she had, she had people assigned to her. She had maids that she gave, uh, the duties of the day to, and she had help. She had people lift up her hands. Um, 
you know, the Lord is always, and he brings people. Like even for us, you know, this ministry, like God's assigned people to us um, in the way of, of uh, partners, um, not only financially, but like uh, people who lift us up in prayer. I mean, people tell us all the time, I was praying for you guys the other day. And, and it was something, it was like, wow, you had no idea, but that like really ministers to me. We've had, um, and, and, some, and I'm not, you know, I'm going to be real with y'all in when we started this ministry at one point, I was ready <laughs> to just say, you know what, God, I don't see the fruit from this. I don't see the people we're reaching. I don't see fruit. It looks like we're just doing nothing. It looks like, you know, like we'd, you know, it just looks like nothing's happening and we're not ministering. Like, cause you know, it was like, we were, we were doing all that we could to get, you know, broadcasts out there, um, podcasts, uh, you know, ministering to people in any avenue that we could. And it was like, you know, the meetings, the bookings of the meetings slow down. Um, so we weren't booked and it, and you know, we'd go on live and, and preach and it looked like nothing. It wasn't for anybody. It looked like nothing was happening. And literally out of nowhere, got a call from a woman who had found our ministry, who had been listening to all of our podcasts, all of our broadcasts. And she encouraged us like, and she had no idea what I was dealing with. She had no idea I was ready to just like, all right, maybe this isn't it. Maybe God called us to do something else. Like, I don't see a breakthrough here. And she like encouraged us like never before. And and then it was like, it was so crazy because it was for that month that that I was I was praying to the Lord about it. And she said, please, whatever you do, like, don't give up. Don't stop. Like she encouraged us, really me, in such a way that it was like, okay, we are doing something. Like this is for something. Like something is happening. Like there, even though I don't see it, something is happening. And, you know, after that, I like booked it in the high gear and started like, okay, Lord, what is it that you have for us to do? And after that month, I, I booked it. And then, you know what? That was like the last I'd really ever heard from her. And so like her assignment for that time was encouraging us. And then never heard back. And it was something, but I, it was, it was because I'd gotten over that to a place where I didn't need someone to encourage me in my assignment. I just realized this is my assignment and this is what like confirmation comes. You know, sometimes the, the Lord can send you confirmation through people who you don't even talk to or who don't even like know you or know what you've been praying or know what you were going through. And God can send someone to confirm your assignment. And isn't it like a fret, like a second wind when that happens, when you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be to doing exactly what you're supposed to do, um, ministering or, or, or helping those exactly who, and, and see, and it's not just ministry, like God can call you to be, um, working with kids. God can call you to be working with, uh, mothers, uh, young teenagers. Uh, God can call you to work in as a doctor. Like, I'm not like, I'm not just saying like, you know, God's going to call you to Tarshish or, or Nineveh. And like, that's like the only assignment you can have. Like God can put so many assignments, like God's put on, me a creative assignment 
he's put on me a um like a like everything that I do for his kingdom, whether it's graphic design, whether it's video editing, whether it's broadcasting, uh, podcasting, like anything that uh, you know, website development, whatever, like that's part of my assignment, and God gets glory from it. Amen. Amen, Ella. See, people come up and, and they just they just confirm. And and it it really does like this min I mean it really encourages us when we when we know that we're doing exactly what God's called us to do and reaching those that God's called us to. And there's nothing greater. So whatever it is, um, whatever it is that God's called you to do. You know, whether it looks looks crazy in the natural, whether it doesn't make sense in the natural, whether it's it's something you just you would have never said, you know, get get alone even this week, even today. Do it today. Don't put it off. Get alone with God. If you're unclear on exactly what you're assigned to, where you are to be and who you're to uh, be assigned to. Get take some time. Maybe the Lord is putting on your heart to your assigned to your your church, you know, your local, your local, your home church. Maybe he's called you to lift up the hands of your pastors. Maybe he's called you to lift up uh departments there in your church. Maybe you, maybe you see yourself having a rockin' children's ministry and the church you go to doesn't even have a children's ministry. Maybe you, maybe you see yourself uh rocking the outreach department and your church, you know. You, you have all the equipment, knowledge, ability, and everything to, to make that happen. You know, that's, that's what the Lord brought my husband and I here to this church for, to, to our church here in Rockford. You know, they didn't have a media department. They didn't have an outreach department. They didn't have, um, you know, any, like these things. And then the Lord brought us here to develop that and to start that. And that was part of our assignment. That was, that was something that the Lord added on to our assignment. So whatever it is, get alone with God today and ask him, what, what is my assignment? And you know, and, and everyone is assigned to be a problem solver. I'll say that because, um, whatever it is, you know, God saw, Jesus solved problems when he got, when he came to this world and, and started ministering to people. He was a problem solver. You know, not only through people who needed salvation, but people who needed healing, people who needed money, people who needed uh, hope. Like, like Jesus came and solved people's problems. And, and that's what also will line up to your assignment. You know, you could, be a, you could be anointed to solve a problem for someone and it promote you. I mean, look at it in the Bible. Like, look at how many people were anointed to solve problems. And it just increased them because they, they solved problems. You know, they, they called things out. They warned, you know, famine's coming. Joseph, Joseph, well, look at that. Look at what happened. Look at where God took him. Look at where, what God did for him. I locked that door. You're not coming in here. <laughs> Why is it my husband always feels the need to come and distract me? When I'm going, when I'm preaching the word of God, I am going for it. There he stand. Amen. So look at Joseph. You know, he was anointed to solve problems. 
He was anointed and, the, and God increased him for it. Hello, India, India in the house. Amen. So I'm going to encourage y'all. I'm going to leave y'all with this. I know I said I wouldn't take long and then did what Pentecostals do <laughs> 40 minutes later. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave you with this. Get alone today. Ask God not only to reveal your assignment if you don't know what it is or to make it more clear if you know you're assigned to somewhere or something or someone and you just need clarity, but also ask God to step into the anointing to be for a, there he is, he's in the comments now, Lord. Ask God for the anointing to help solve problems because there's an anointing for it to help solve problems. And it lines up with any assignment you do. You see doctors solve problems, lawyers solve problems, teachers solve problems, no pun intended. Um, ministers solve problems, pastors solve problems, evangelists solve problems. Like there's a, there's a problem solving anointing. And maybe it's in your home that you solve problems in your home. Maybe it's in your marriage, you solve problems in your marriage. Whatever the case is, there's a great anointing. So Father, I'm gonna pray for that. Father, right now, Lord, I pray that you speak to everybody watching live and on replay, podcast or here on this broadcast. Father, that you anoint them to solve problems at a greater level starting even today, God. Lord, that you make their assignment clear to them. Father, that you speak to them clearly even throughout the rest of the day. Let them be let them be aware of your presence, God. Let them be aware of what you've called them to do. And, and who you've called them to lift up, Father. And I thank you, even right now, Father, that you're speaking to those people and that, Lord, that you reveal it to them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And if you are uh, blessed by this, um, send, me, send, send us a message. Send us a message. If this, if this blessed you today, if this was for you today, you know, uh, I believe Andrea is still here. But man, listen, you need, if you don't have Andrea in your life, you don't have a faithful in your life like Andrea. She is constantly lifting us up. She is constantly um, confirming things to us. Even last week, she, she messaged me and said, if no one else, that word was for me. And I said, amen, because it was confirmed to me that, that this is exactly what the Lord's had me to do. You know, the Lord even put this new assignment on me for Valor Hour um, to be a, a ministry, uh, to be able to minister to women. And the Lord's put that, that's a brand new assignment to me. I've, I've never felt really called to do a women's ministry or, uh, you know, assigned to women to minister to them. And the Lord just put it on me. And he said, this is what you're, this is what you're going to do. And I said, all right, Lord, you know, I've been, and, and this it's, I mean, it's ever changing, you know, there's, there's seasons in my life where I was called to teenagers. There's seasons in my life where I'm called to young, young people. There's seasons in my life where I'm called to, to preach, minister to women. So if the Lord's telling you, if you thought, even if you thought you had an assignment and the Lord's telling you, no, that's not your assignment. This is your assignment. Be obedient. Amen. Also, this blessed you. 
um, and you would like to stand with this ministry, if you'd like to partner with this ministry um, or, or sow into this ministry, uh, you can do that. If you're watching on Facebook, you can hashtag donate. Um, ways to give are up on the screen. Or if you're listening to podcasts, you can go to mjvministries.com and stand with us. You know, we're reaching people. We're training people up. We're uh, feeding the hungry. I mean, you can learn. You can go to our website and learn all about what we're doing. But we are equipping people and making everlasting fruit. You know, it's one thing to to win souls, but it's a whole other ball game when you train up soul winners. And that's what this ministry does. That's what we're called to do: is to train up others to reach people that we would never reach. I mean, we get told all the time of people reaching people in places we, you know, wouldn't people we would have never met are getting saved. And it's all—it's an honor and it's a blessing. And I'm happy that the Lord gave us that assignment to train up others, to win the lost and train up others to, to go out and preach and teach and, and duplicate. It's what we're doing. We're duplicating ourselves. Amen. So I want to say thank you so much. If you are us also, I said I'd bring this last week and I uh, I remembered some of it. Um, if you haven't already, go to ValorHour.com. I believe it's in the description. That's our one of our newest websites, ValorHour.com. And you can see, read all about Valor Hour. You can get a free download uh, of a confession. You can put up on your mirror, keep it in your car, keep it by your bed. You can confess that over you and your house uh, daily. You can print that off or 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 whatever. Um, so there's Valor Hour Confession. You can learn more about what Valor Hour is. There's also a shop. And I brought one of these. This is, you can see it kind of here, it's white. I was gonna wear this today, but I said last week I would never wear white because it um, highlight makes me look like I'm in the glory. <laughs> uh, Women of Valor is, this is one of the designs uh, we have the Valor Hour mug um, here, and it says it's got the boldness logo uh, motto to rise with boldness in the final hour. We have uh, this on a t-shirt. We have the soul winning t-shirt, soul winning sweatshirt, uh, life giver t-shirt talking about um, not, you know, birth, but giving life to your home, to your situation, to uh, your assignment given life, that we're called to come and give life. Jesus came, gave life, and we're called to give life. So uh, I want to say thank you so much for hopping on. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe to our YouTube, MJV Ministries on YouTube. You can subscribe to the MJV Ministries podcast. You can subscribe to the Sarah V podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, at Sarah Vittelage or at MJV Ministries, and stay connected with us. And um, join us again Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. My husband's going to be on. I believe he might have a special guest. Um, so stay tuned for that. So from our studio, from our studio to your house, to your phone, to your family, we love you. Stay blessed. Amen. Pray blessing over you that the Lord will bless you even this week. Whatever you need God to do. I pray it gets done this week. Amen. So we will see you Friday and 
have a have a great day. You know what? Go get go get a cup of coffee today and get alone with the Lord. Amen. We'll see you Friday. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.